You're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. Hello, world. Welcome to the Lucas Askew Experience. Thank you, as always, for joining us on this journey as we near the final stop of the LAE Farewell Tour. I'll be honest, this episode was actually not planned as part of the Farewell Tour. It just came up organically. I had a few members of the faithful come over and join me in my backyard for a conversation. As a result, you'll certainly hear a raw recording featuring some background noise and plenty of nature elements. So apologies in advance if you don't hear that smooth ambient sound throughout this entire conversation, but hoping that the nature of the discussion makes up for it. And also, you're probably listening to this while doing dishes or working out or doing something else. So let this fit nicely into your day. So hope you enjoy this episode, The Quad, coming your way right now. Hello world! Welcome back to Luke's Asking Spirits as the farewell tour comes back and really comes to a close. You know, we're, we're taking these moments to, to have this raw, authentic, emotional conversation with some of the faithful. And uh, I, I'm, I'm pleased to be joined at this round table by some of the faithful members. Uh, you may recognize some voices, you may not. We're going to run them down and, and they're going to introduce themselves, but most importantly, we're here for you, the LA faithful that is listening today. Uh, this this conversation is about you, and uh, we're here to celebrate. So, without further ado, let me welcome Peter Boyajian to the LE podcast. Peter, welcome aboard. Thank you, Lucas. Good to be here. Good to be here with the faithful. Pleasure. Peter, next to Peter, we've got another individual with a beautiful bucket hat and always has something to say. Not always the most uh, enlightening, but always something to say. Josh Kirkland. Lucas, wow. Didn't think this moment would ever come back, but uh, being part of the reunion tour is something that I've always dreamed about, and uh, I appreciate I appreciate the notice on the uneducated comments that will come, but I'm here for entertainment purposes only, so don't quote me. We won't. We won't. Uh, but really, for the, the enlightening conversation, we're, we're actually going to go to our next guest, Dan King, and a new dad, and it's really this wealth of wisdom that he provides, not just like pre and post baby. Uh, we're really looking forward to, to his insights. So Dan, welcome to the podcast. Good to be here, fellow new dad and uh, longtime tennis partner of Lucas. Uh, only could get a few out of you, but uh, it was it was it was a good time. It was a, it was a good run. It was a good run. But mm-hmm. uh, gentlemen, we're we're all here today, and uh, you know I, I don't like to make it about me. You know I'm I'm not that type of guy. Even though I would name uh, a, what's I, the I mean, podcast name? Oh yes, the the Lucas Asking Experience. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. I, I do like myself, um, so we will talk about myself a little bit. But um, really, I want to start the conversation with. We're all here today. 18 months ago, this didn't look uh, possible, but we're here today. We're not we're not mm-hmm. focused on the past. We're here about now. And uh, Josh, we'll we'll start with the your conversation first, so then we can kind of make our way up. But uh, my question for you is: as as we have conversations today, I, I would love to just kind of hear where you're at. Like, how, how's how's your mental health 
doing today? Hmm. You know, mental health is something that's very, very important to me. Um, and why I'm a big advocate for, uh, for what we're doing in, in so many spheres of society, especially like the Ryder Cup. We've been doing that. That's a pick-me-up for the whole country. I've been a big fan. Um, you're, you're a big golfer. We're all, know, we're, mostly, yeah. mostly I would say like the way that I got through COVID, there's a lot of dark times. Lucas Askew experience was something I could listen to before bed, listen to making coffee in the morning. Um, I don't know if it put me in a good state, but it definitely definitely took my mind off other things going on in the world. And what are you going to miss about not having the LA as this is one of the final episodes here? Um, you know, mostly, mostly new content, just new nonsense stuff that was trivial and didn't matter that helped me you know not think about important things you know that's we all need distraction in times of in times of trouble right Mm -hmm. i could watch netflix or i could listen to listen to this and this is important absolutely that you know that means a lot from the heart uh i appreciate that josh you know and uh moving up from there let's uh let's let's move on to peter and peter really the, the question i have for you is the, the LA fu- LAE future might be coming to a close, but where, where do you just see the, the future of, of Peter? And uh, what are the things that you want to be doing um, moving forward? Oh, man, that's a big question for this early in the day and this few beers in, Lucas. But, you know, what I want to be doing is spending spending more time around the table, mic on, mic off, doesn't matter, but having these kind of conversations with these kind of people. And I, I know you're, you're more of a relatively new uh, member of the faithful, but still strong as ever. Um, so, love to hear from you. What uh, What are you gonna miss? What are you actually gonna enjoy about the LA faithful? Uh, what am I gonna enjoy about it leaving? Yeah, you know, there, there could there could be. Joy. Well, you know what, you know what, Lucas. I think that's you know, you can think about it a lot of different ways. One of those ways is maybe uh, you know the LAE experience sometimes does the thinking for me, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna enjoy uh, addressing a lot of these questions that hit us really deep and. And being on task to really kind of come up with those solutions on my own and uh, and really dig through those important issues without having uh, the LAE to guide me. And I think there's a there's a bit of maturity that comes with that mm-hmm. that uh, I think all of us and all the mm-hmm. listeners here are going to have to be forced into. And and I appreciate that you're doing that for us. I think that's a step that we all have to take at some point. Well, it's uh, it's great you, that you're you're seeing and, and developing uh, through your own ways, and that's it's really what the LAE was was meant to do it's like a proverbial kicking you out of the nest yeah you know like lae lit the fuse on the rocket and just got us through that first launch phase and the rest is up to us you gave us that inertia the way of looking at the world now we got to go do the same thing in our communities well speaking about inertia dan no word describes you more than that (laughs) (laughs) so true so true so Dan, you know you've uh, you've seen a lot over the past year plus COVID with the, with the new child. Your, your perspective, I'm sure, is as deep as the Pacific Ocean. Uh, so where, where it's not the deepest ocean, just so you know, but it is pretty deep. <laughs> it's it's deep enough. Yeah, it is deep, deep enough. enough. Uh, where, where where's your head at uh, right now today, and and where where is 2022 uh, in 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 the world of Dan King? a great question Lucas um, I think we're at this turning point you know it feels it feels like we're looking the light at the end of the tunnel is growing bigger every day you, like Peter said able to, to gather around this table and many tables together hopefully inside unmasked soon um, yeah man I think I think the world just misses misses itself it misses each other um, 
and I just wonder what it's going to be like, you know, getting back to more uh, more community, you know, more people together. Um, I've certainly missed it. It's weird, you know, having a young baby and seeing people for the first time, and they're like, is this your child? And you're like, yeah, I had a baby. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Um, but it's also amazing. It's a part of it's a part of life that you want to share with people, and I'm just excited to share you know share more life with people. Sharing life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to that. yeah, <laughs> amen. Uh, amen. So I'll follow up question to you though for the uh, <laughs> what, what are you going to miss about the LAA and the experience that was this podcast? I mean, I, I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss all of the all of the gems that have come out of you know getting to hear your thoughts and your experience in the world and and the sponsorship opportunities that have arisen i mean a lot of companies have clearly leveled up you know after being on lae just exploded in growth um and i'm also worried i'm worried because because this energy that you've had for the lae is going to shift to something else hopefully not your tennis game because if it does i'm going to be in even more trouble but your tennis game is probably going to improve your golf game certainly must improve. It, it, um, it needs to. <laughs> if it doesn't, there, there's, I'm doing and, something uh, wrong. And, and I'm just excited to see what's next, you know? Because I, I don't think this creative energy is done. It's, it's going to squirt out some other way. Mm. No. That's a great metaphor of all the energy that's uh, squirting out of me uh, at this moment. I mean, yeah. you also do have a kid, so... I, I do have a kid. Let's be let, the first iteration of new creative energy. That's, uh, that is... Uh, I appreciate the the reminder there, Josh. I I, I didn't realize I still had the the little one, but uh, I I still do. But uh, Dan, you you teed it up nicely. Today's sponsor, Josh, you would be really excited about Cali Craft Brewing Company. Mm. Now, Cali Craft Brewing Company, born and raised in Walnut Creek. Now, I'm not born and raised, but that's where I live right now. But if you are looking for just that that beverage that really enables a podcast like this but also that beverage that that brings people together uh you can find many of the Calicraft brewing opportunities uh whether it be their cool kids juicy ipa or our favorite the tiki time the tropical wheat with passion fruit orange and guava something that really just tantalizes each and every uh taste bud in your mouth so when you're thinking about just having that nice beverage Think Calicraft and Calicraft Brewing. So we appreciate Calicraft uh, for sponsoring today's episode, and and really uh, make sure you can you can buy it at your local uh, supermarkets, or if you uh, you give the LA a, a DM, you know, if you slide into my DMs, maybe uh, I can hook you up with a friend of the show uh, discount. So, Josh, that one. Slide was, in. Slide in there. I already sent you a message. Appreciate it. Yeah. So now that we we've started big and we started philosophical, maybe we can uh, kind of br- bring it bring it back to. Well, uh, wait, wait, just uh, a minute. We haven't asked you a question yet. Is that uh, is that kosher? Or I, you uh, got, well, I you guess. Got a, uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah that, that's usually. See, I, that this I got is, a uh, I got a question for you, Lucas. Okay, Peter, go ahead. So you've made a big move in the last you know eighteen months, leaving the leaving the big city, out to the burbs. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about community, how it's changed. What does that meant for you, for your community? How are things different? than they were 18 months ago. Has it been good? Has it been bad? Talk us through it. Wow. I'm not usually in this chair. I'm usually the, the host kind of bringing the, the content out of folks, and uh, sometimes I hide behind that mask. But uh, Breaking boundaries today. You know, oh. Take the mask off. Taking, taking off the proverbial you mask. You leave the mask on at home, please. <laughs> I wish you guys Especially could in crowds. This. I wish you could see the way he, he ripped that off. Yes, was it was the, the proverbial mask, not my face mask. I still wear those on uh, public transit and when I'm near people. But... Yes, it uh, it has been a change. You know, whenever you make a, a life 
life-altering decision of uh, moving your family from the, the big city of San Francisco to uh, a, a suburban location like Walnut Creek. It's going to be some a uh, little bit of an adjustment, and there's been... I'll be honest with you, there's been great parts. Okay, we're obviously here in uh, October. It's a lovely day. Uh, wonderful. You got the sun, you got the energy, and I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be getting that in the city today on this foggy 57 uh, degrees in San Francisco. But So that, that's obviously a plus of being, being able to be here, but it can be a little isolated, you know, when, when you're moving from a, a place of strong-knit community and, and like-minded folks like you guys, um, and then not necessarily knowing many people. So... I think it, it really, it's a reminder of like how vulnerable we are as humans and that you, we need to constantly get out there, uh, whether it be kind of meeting new folks and, and putting ourselves in, in situations where we're introducing ourselves and reintroducing ourselves to folks because when we just stay stagnant, um, life's going to pass us by. So um, it, it's been it's been good, it's been challenging, but having a a one and a half, soon to be two year old. Uh, it's been good for him. So in totality, it's good for me. Wow. It's good perspective. And farewell to her. What's the, the number one thing you're gonna miss about the LAE faithful? You got some faithful listeners. You put out a lot of content. You've had a lot of stars on the show. You had a lot of future stars on the show mm-hmm. that you've thrust in the spotlight. Yeah, that their big break happened to be this episode so I mean, work in the industry like what's what's happening what's y- next you know it's it, it's it's bittersweet people love that saying i don't know if bitter is first and sweet second so maybe it's mm. like sweet, sweet first and, and bitter i think yeah. it's sweet bitter sweet and sour yeah um, sweet and sour. or yeah. sweet and salty yeah now we're talking some good combos like here some, yeah yeah Ooh. yeah Ooh, could use a mark Ooh, um but you know this 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 podcast was was born out of an idea of liking my voice, and I still like my voice at the end of this, and that's really what matters a lot to me. Um, I, think I, still, people, I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people like your voice. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, but I think what I will miss is the the raw, authentic, emotional conversations that I have w- with folks, and the experience. Even though the name would be the Lucas Ash experience, the experience was all as everyone listening and the people I brought on. My life, it's pretty vanilla, you know? Maybe a little bit of chocolate sometimes, but pretty vanilla. And what I enjoy is bringing on people, extracting information and and their experiences and living vicariously through them. So that's what I will miss. I will will miss those those conversations. But you know what? Sometimes you realize it's time. Like it, there's there's a reason a book has an opening, a middle, and an end. And th- this is this is the end of the LA as it is right now. I'm not going anywhere. My voice, I will still be talking. I don't know if I will be in front of this microphone or something else. We do have to address the question in the room, which is, there was a farewell, farewell tour and there was an end, but yet there's one more end. How do we find ourselves here today? Mm. And is, is this just end, for viewers? Is, the is this the, the hype? Or is, or is the end literal? I think there's, like any great answer, it's a mixture of both. But ultimately, what this podcast was generated to be, there is an end. Myself, I'm an entertainer. I like to entertain. So that there will be creations that are born from this 
the experience that I've learned of doing a podcast, running it for four plus years, two plus seasons, depending on how you like to uh, break it up. But the way that it is right now, you know, I'll, I'll give it to Joe Rogan. He can have the Joe Rogan experience. I'm the Lucas Sassy experience. He, he can have the name, but uh, the conversations, you'll, you'll see some different conversations. This isn't the last of me, Josh, if that's what you're leading into. Just glad to be here. It's a cliffhanger. It is Just a cliffhanger. It's a big cliffhanger. A big, big cliffhanger. Can I ask another question? Wow, it's uh, you know, I didn't mean to make it all about me, but you know, Peter, <laughs> I think I think we established up front that this was entirely about you, Lucas. Uh, no, I mean, all right, seeing this is is this is a farewell tour. Um, you talk about what's the episode that you remember where you got the most emotional, the most raw. Ooh. We talked about how you like anything raw. What's the most raw you've been on the uh, on the show? Whew. May sound like recency bias. And it, it might be, but me personally, I have hid behind the mic sometimes a little bit to get conversation out of out of folks. Um, we had the great Kaz, Kate Nisrati uh, on, on the podcast. That was a big one. That, that was yep. a big one. Um, but I big think get for your booking people too. Oh my gosh, you don't realize how hard it was to uh, get time on Kate's calendar. Yeah. So uh, my 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 booking agent had to work overtime, but Kate. I know you're out there listening, uh, your, your little boy. Um, so ho- hope you're enjoying this as you're tucking him in tonight. Um, but that 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 was definitely one of those episodes. But in terms of I mentioned recency bias, the the last episode that uh, one of the last episodes, depending on again when I edit this, uh, is the conversation that was just about me that I shared a little bit about uh, struggles with mental health and. Um, just situations where I've been in that have kind of helped me shape who I am today. Like when I say raw and authentic emotional conversation, I should practice what I preach. And and that was a time to to actually bear a little bit more of my my soul that I have before. Um, So that was, I would say that would be uh, up there. Um, But ultimately I would say my, when people ask me what my favorite episode, all of, all of my kids are my favorite, but the, I had a really good conversation with uh, an up-and-coming comedian at the time named Kevin Peters. Um, it was, Peters. it was something that. I remember that one. Yeah, it was, it was a really kind of eye-opening experience. Um, kind of a, an individual that really spoke to my soul, and it, it felt like I, I knew him, like personally, mm-hmm. that we would were actually in a community together, but uh, we weren't. Uh, really at that point and and he was on tour and uh, he, he's, he's really grown and developed and I, I will always remember that conversation uh, with, with Kevin that was one of my favorite episodes yeah that, was a, that yeah it, it, like, was a stunner do, that, do, do you think you related to that one probably four times do you think you related to Kevin a lot just by like some so of the I experiences one of the things I love about this podcast is I love comedy and I love the amount of emphasis that that you give to comedians up-and-coming comedians and i think that one just getting a, a uncuffed new yorker on the show talking about what it's like and and talking about i think what we all want which is really to just pursue our dreams that i mean i, I probably said that one four times that was that was incredible 
Now, folks uh, listening, uh, he wasn't from New York, uh, Kevin Peters, so uh, we'll have to edit that part out. But yes, he was. Well, he's, he was. He seemed like he was at the time. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a great judge of regional is, character, is, but it is funny how we associate different personalities with different cities, right? Yeah, that, that, that's true. Where was he from? Yeah. That's true. He was. Uh, he was LA based. Oh, he's only based yeah, but he had that rough New Yorker vibe. Maybe he was trying to be like a Bill Burr ripoff or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the like the Tuesday morning like, mm-hmm. conversation. It just sounded like he yeah. smoked too much cigarettes and was very direct. So I assumed in New York. But. Yeah. Well, f- fair enough. It's a, it's a Sorry, first, first attempt. All we, best. We, yeah. we love you, Kevin. Yeah. You're always welcome uh, back in the show. Peter, you, I feel like I should have brought you in as a a guest host earlier on because I feel you, you have a knack for, for bringing this conversation out of people. Well, you know, I mean, I've, uh, I've done my own podcast in my own day here and there. I'm not going to talk about that, but you know, it is, it, it, it was famous in certain circles. We're not going to, we'll, we'll put the name in the show notes. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll link it. It's not about mine. This is we'll, not about my, we'll my, def- my, my podcast history. This is about Lucas you experience. <laughs> so Dan, uh, bringing it back, uh, you know, to not just dad talk, but uh, since we, the one thing we have in common other than these uh, two jokers next to us, um, really, as as you're looking ahead, um, but it also like looking in, in the current right now, what are you hoping that you are, you are teaching your son, um, whether it be in today's society or, or future, that he learns from uh, Big Bad Dad? That's a great question, Lucas. Um, you know, right now we're working on uh, we're working on a mean pitching wedge from about 150 yards out. Okay. So, um, it starts early with these with these young tykes. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting that hand-eye coordination going, um, getting the crawling going. He's starting mm-hmm. to do a bear crawl. Oh, okay. You crawl on your hands and your feet. Yeah. Your knees. That's kind of been cool. Um, we got a little uh, some clapping happening. Oh, nice. All, Soft clap. All planting seeds here for a future uh, scratch golfer. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, other than, you know, I do love sports. I love I love playing sports, you know, even more than I love watching sports, to be honest with you. I love love, love moving the body around and jiggling the fat a little bit. Um, and I'd love to instill that in, uh, in my son, too, uh, as well as a, a healthy appetite for for community and, and sportsmanship and, and all those things that, uh, you know, a lot of us grew up doing. That I don't know if that's still around or not, you know. Um, mm. You know, it's, it's been years since, uh, since I've been around any kind of youth sports, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that, you know. I, I'm, I'm sure once we all are part of youth sports again, and I'm talking to you, Peter and Josh, I, I can see you as great T-ball coaches. Um, well, probably separately, I not, get not on the same. Boy Dad gang, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I think it will probably be very different than what we were uh, growing up. But ultimately, I think sports is a great, great metaphor, uh, metaphor for life. Of teaches teaches kids, and it actually leads me to, to a question for all of us. A uh, little, little, little fun times right now. We're talking about sports. We're talking about athletes. What would be the one athlete that would replicate you the most right now? Mm. Not not your favorite athlete, so you can't say Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Mm. Who would be the one that would exemplify who you are? Right now, at this right point now. in time. At this point in time. I've got I've got a I've got one too. Okay. 
Peter, start it off. All right, so you got, not everyone might know this guy, although I think he's gained enough notoriety in the last uh, couple years with the uh, Netflix docu- docuseries on F1 and whatnot, but big uh, big fan of Daniel Ricciardo. And uh, if, you, if you follow F1, uh, again, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but um, we're about a week, a week and a half out from uh, – a week out from his um, first win in a long time. And uh, Daniel Ricciardo, long history at Red Bull, competed really um, intensely with Verstappen while he was there, who is now, um, you know, competing for the world championship. Uh, and the last couple of years have been uh, been a slump for him. And uh, I think, you know, I mean, personally where, I'm, where I've been at, life-wise, work-wise, there's been a lot of things that have, uh, I feel like I've taken a lot of L's in the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, he is, uh, he's someone I respect as a sportsman, um, tremendously because he has never once taken his signature smile off his face. He's always had a really positive outlook. He just does the work, puts in the work week in, week out, makes decisions, sticks by those by those decisions, and deals with the consequences. And I think uh, I think as a as an athlete, um, as a personality, I think he is a, a tremendously relatable person. Um, someone that you know it's hard to root against a, a personality like that. Um, and uh, I aspire to be. I aspire to, to have a, a, a personality like that. I aspire to have that kind of rootability, if you will. Um, but I also, I think, like you know, a lot of people, a lot of people, the last couple of years have taken a bunch of L's. It's been a tough time for a lot of folks, mm-hmm. and uh, and you just need that persistence. I think that that resilience is a uh, is a gene that's hard to come by, uh, especially in sports. I mean, that's that's what makes the every great sports story is resilience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so to see a figure like that right now, uh, in the place where we are in the world, gives gives a lot of uh, energy to a lot of people. I think. So Daniel Ricardo, that is a a great great example. Now, Josh, I, I don't know how you're going to. It's not about topping, but follow that. Good I, luck. I was I was going to defer to Dan and, and just see what he had. I'm just going to sit back here and, and wait. I mean, out. the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, you know, Buster Posey, um, Giants catcher, just a just a faithful, you know, a faithful catcher, like the LAE faithful, mm. you know, mm. um, someone that I, you know, does the work. He puts in the puts in the effort. He's kind of old. He's kind of the the old man on the team, and but he's still going four for four. You know, he's still throwing people out. He's uh, he's still getting beat up behind the box, and that's kind of what it feels like. You know, this time in life, we're just we need to keep grinding. You know, keep grinding it out. Keep staying faithful to to our positions and, and our, our our positions in life. Um, and obviously, you know, sometimes you got to make some changes, and you got to move your family to Walnut Creek or whatever. And eventually, Buster will probably become a coach or whatever but um yeah i just respect his respect his effort his hustle his his dedication to the game and i'm, I'm inspired by that so it's kind of getting my mind Van king equals buster posey okay josh here it comes well i have to i have to i have to break into a a new space for me because i've been breaking into a new space which is golf and uh as, as many will know, when I get into something new, I, I get pretty obsessive for a couple of years until I feel like I reach some subpar level of mastery that makes me content <laughs> enough to be happy with myself to be able to compete. So I'm very into golf right now. And um, I thought about a few people. I think the one, you know, naturally I think I would pick someone who's more of a showman, more of, a, more of an entertainer, more of a big game player. 
But I think if, if I'm being honest about where I'm at right now, um, I'm going to go with Colin Morikawa. And I think mm. the reason is mm. um, he's not super flashy. He's not super showy. The guy is an absolute tank when it comes to focus and execution. Uh, he just got his big PGA Championship win at uh, our very own Harding Park here in SF this year, which is exciting. Um, he's not the first person you think about, but I think what I really, really resonate about him with me, if I if I was trying to make a comparison, um, I think the guy when you talk about dedication and persistence, like he's he's all in, and he's a very much like pull your head down and just like do it and let your results speak. But the beauty of him is like. This guy's trajectory for his career is like just getting started. And where he's going is like he's had some big wins. He's had some good like put himself on the map. But I believe that like the best of what's to come for this guy is still ahead of him. And like he's just churning through it. Like watching him this weekend, he wasn't the best, but he was like definitely in there making a name for himself, just doing the simple things over and over and putting in the work to get to get to the next phase. And I think we're going to see a lot more of him in the next coming years. And um I feel like that 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 works with me right now because I feel like there's a lot of times where we have we have little wins, we have losses, but the the wins aren't like you get a win and you're good. It's like all of those build to help you get to the next one and the next one and mm-hmm. think bigger and bigger. But you got to keep doing the fundamentals day in and day out. And I think um, you know that's a, a lot of what I'm aspiring to and believing that I think for all of us, like coming out of COVID, like I. I was kind of being facetious at at the beginning in terms of mental health and stuff, but I think we all have our own challenges during COVID. I think thinking about what's next is like, I think the best is yet to come for a lot of us in the next three to five years as the world is kind of morphing into the next thing. So I like watching him. I like what he's about. And, um, you know, I'm trying to channel that energy. Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa. All three great, great examples. I will, I'll, I'll give you my... Who who I think embodies me, um, not embodies me, or I embody him. One one of the two. Um, <laughs> that's that that's that LAE hubris coming through right there. <laughs> uh, I'm sure this person is thinking, oh, uh, what great podcaster would I uh, replicate right now? I'm big big into tennis, uh, mm-hmm. as, as, as Dan mentioned, and it's I've obviously dedicated one entire episode to my love for Roger Federer. Uh, but I'm not going to say I'm Roger Federer. I'm, I don't have that grace. I don't have that uh, winning. Uh, I knew you were going to say Roger Federer. I, I, did, I did not. I said I'm not Roger Federer. You don't have that back. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but I'm actually going to take his uh, his countryman, uh, Stanislav Vavrinka. Now, now, if you don't know about uh, Stanislav, uh, also from Switzerland, but he, he did win uh, a couple majors during his uh, illustrious career. But... Throughout his career, he was constantly looked uh, like he, he was the second best in, in, in his country, obviously, growing up with, with Roger. And he was never considered the greatest in, in any capacity, but he found a way to get to the top and, and, and win the French Open, the Australian Open, the U.S. Open, and constantly overcame those those obstacles. And, and now it's like injuries, of whether it be his knee or his back. And uh, I think where I, I look at myself is not feeling that I'm like I don't think I'm the best at any one thing, but I feel that where what motivates me is is seeing others that are doing well in the space and looking to kind of grow and build my my craft, and um, I think that's that's something that 
I think can get very negative and I've obviously shared of like negative self-talk that you don't feel that you're worthy and um, it can kind of spiral out of control but I also think it can be healthy that you're looking to get better and improve um, which Stanislav uh, Stan the man aka Stan the man uh, always did so um, even though I know absolutely, I barely know French, um, and he can speak like five, six different languages, and I can only speak one in a bit, um, I would say Stanislav Wawrinka, the great Swiss tennis player, would be the one that embodies me. Great answer. So, I like that. four just different. Uh, we've got Daniel Ricardo, we've got Buster Posey, we've got Colin Morikawa, and Stanislav Wawrinka. Not the four people you'd ever think that would break bread together, but. Would be a good show. I'd, I'd watch that episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they would enjoy some great hot tub time machine. Like a, four guys like walk. A, four guys walk into a dive bar. I feel like I would. I would love to be at that bar. Maybe like an episode of Chopped, and they're all eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think you, I think what you do is you rotate the sports. So just four episode mm. series. And have each one play another. Yeah, person exactly. Ooh, exactly. Cool. What would we call this show? This, oh, this man. could be well, a good idea. Yeah, that's a great show. I think this creativity is going to this, this, this could be a this could be a spinoff. Yeah, yeah. La uh, La presents. Yeah, La presents. <laughs> La entertainment. Famous athletes embarrass themselves yeah. doing a Famous different sport. Playing other sports. <laughs> All right, here's a question: Who do you think would do the best, and at which sport that's not their own? Mm. Ooh. To me, I, I feel like Colin Morikawa just feels like a natural athlete. At yeah. what? At which one? Baseball. See, I put Buster Posey on driving because the dude's yeah. fucking reckless, just crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's some sneaky golfers out there, too. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. Buster's like scratch or something. Right. You know? But that baseball But swing. think about Danny Ricardo, though. You have to have an a athlete, different man. mindset to be yeah, a true. Formula One driver. You're built different. I'm sure he could pick up a, a ball. Heck, he could pick up a tennis racket. Like yeah, I, dude, 90-mile-an-hour yeah. fastball, easy. He goes 200 miles an hour. That's yeah. Slow yeah. for him. He's used to it. Slow He's low. waiting. He's like, okay. Let's He's like, is it here already? It? Yeah. Yeah. So who would be the tennis player, though? I think out of the three, Ricardo probably could pay tennis the most. So but Ricardo's playing all the sports. I don't know. The, sw- the swing, I mean, the, the I think the golf swing, I don't know. Does that translate, do you think, to tennis at all? Imagine Wawrinka. Imagine a tennis player Wawrinka hitting like his backhand. Do you think that would would play against him though? He's too used to the baseball swing. Keeps sailing it. I don't know. I don't think so. He's got the fine tune ability. Yeah, I think he's got the poise. Yeah. Well, maybe we can. uh, Well, our booking agent will try and get Buster. Find out next week. Yeah, little little teaser. So, on. What if you had played a different sport? A great <laughs> working title, but great, uh, yeah. great opportunity. <laughs> right, we there. can do better. We can do better. We, yeah. we, we will do better. Yeah. We're workshopping it. Yeah. So, gents, uh, we're we're wrapping up here. You know, before we close this podcast episode, the last question that I ask all my guests, the one question that I love to hear, the one piece of advice you would give the LA faithful listening today, what would that be? So, I'll, I'll allow you to think while I just intro this this question but it was this was something that I created episode two of because I, en- I enjoy just hearing the levels of depth and focus that people have in terms of advice because I feel we all hear advice 
we all give advice whether we like it or not um, so this can be deep it can be profound it can be logical um, but I think the LA faithful wants to hear three great tidbits of advice from three great people so I'm gonna start with Josh because we know we, we want to like ramp up appreciate that I think I'm just gonna go ahead and dunk on everyone though just to ruin your uh, your your opposite bell curve here Josh's advice is be humble be, yeah I mean that's that's Peter's advice he's gonna say it next so spoiler alert I think this follows my Colin Morikawa analogy I think where we are is a point in time there's been a lot of uncertainty a lot of transition and change, a lot of differences in how the workplace looks like, what the expectations are, uncertainty about the future. But I think it opens up a lot of opportunity for a lot of people, whether it's current jobs, new jobs, current families, new families, living locations. Like, I think, I think, I think uncertainty and change is always an opportunity. I think we can take it as something that can stunt us and keep us from maybe pursuing what we thought was the trajectory we were on. But I think my advice would be to challenge everyone to think about what new opportunity does it open up for them in any aspect of their life to take advantage of that maybe wasn't there prior that they can go define for themselves in this kind of new world that we're defining as we go day by day. Mm. So I, I think for all of us, we're all in this spot of transition and still figuring out like mask, no mask, vaccines, like do we go back to work? Like. We're figuring it out, but I think I think the question is really like, what do you really want, and what opportunity is giving you to go get that sooner now because of this transition and uncertainty versus, you know, what are you going to allow to hold you back? So I'm going to push everybody to go and and say like, think about what you want to go grab it because uncertainty equals opportunity, and this mm. is a great time for everyone to go grab it. Josh, I am blown away. I. Strong words. I, I, I could have put you at the end with that type of uh, advice, but you continue to amaze. And let Told me. You. I was going to ruin that bell curve, Lucas. I, I appreciate that. And maybe I shouldn't underestimate you next time. Saw some opportunity and grabbed it. I like that you said next time. Everybody pay attention. <laughs> next time on what other sport that you're playing. What if you grew up playing a different sport? <laughs> still working shopping that title. So mm-hmm. maybe by the end of this episode, we'll get it. Dan, we'll kick it to you. One piece of advice that the LA faithful needs to hear mm. from you. You know, I guess I'd say this last year and a half has, has been incredibly traumatic, I think, is, is a good way to describe it and just to name it, right? We've all experienced so much trauma and it's going to take years for us to unravel what's happened, you know, collectively, personally. And I just say, you know, don't be afraid of that, right? Don't be afraid to to get to know yourself more, right? Try on some new things like Josh was saying. Go pick up a new sport, um, you know, meet some new people in your community. Um, it's a time to, to, to reinvent, I think, in a lot of ways. And it's also a time to rediscover who you are as a person um, and to not be afraid of that. So, so my advice would be to like, you know, take courage and, uh, and step out, you know, and, and, and take a risk and, um, and don't be afraid to do, to do some hard work because we're all doing the hard work right now. Um, and it's, it's a hard time to be in the world, but I, I do think there is, 
um, a light at the end of the proverbial tunnel here. And um, we should all be really, really excited about that. So. Wow. Dan, encouraging words. So we got some uncertainty looking at uh, this opportunity of what post-pandemic life could be. Peter, take us home with all right. your sage wisdom. Thanks. Thanks for the platform. Thanks for the opportunity, Lucas. I just got to say, it's been a pleasure being on this podcast. Uh, really, really amazing experience. And I think what I want to talk about is uh, is really it's true to the core of what the LAE experience is, is all about, and that's having vulnerable conversations. So, so what I want to leave everyone with is, uh, I think even in the context of the advice that's already been shared, uh, have vulnerable conversations. You know, I mean, we live in community with people and that community is only as good as, uh, as you make it. And to be able to lead by example and open up the vulnerable conversations with the people around you, um, that's really what makes this podcast special. That's what makes, you know, relationships worth living into. Um, and it's really how you find connectedness and value with the, and the relationships that you have. So what I want to leave everyone with is just, you know, be a little bit more vulnerable with people around you. You're going through something, be a little bit more honest with people about what you're going through, invite them in. Um, I think that, that vulnerability invites them to be vulnerable. It sets the stage. It sends a message that, um, you know, you're willing to hear that from them as well. Uh, and that's really what, uh, you know, relational living is all about at the end of the day. And that's what this podcast has done really well. Uh, and that's, you know, you've brought us all together here and there's a reason that the, uh, the Lucas Askew experience has done what it has over the last couple of years. So thank you for being an example to us in that. And uh, with that, I will flip it back to you. And I, I hope that uh, this is an opportunity for you to share some you know, wisdom and experience as well. I know that the guests here are the highlight, but. You know, I, I, I've been keeping some of my, my wisdom and, and insight. Uh, wisdom is a strong word, but until the final episodes, and it is the final episode. So I'll, I'll as we mentioned before, kind of squeezing out this creativity. I'll squeeze out some I think of the, we had, I think the word was squirt. Squirt. <laughs> squirt. Squirt, yeah. That actually. Squirt some yeah. creativity all squirt, over this yeah. platform. Yeah. Squirt, squeeze, you know, that's what we're trying to do here. Whichever uh, word, yeah. Whatever it comes. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately. <laughs> Uh, no, no, this is the honest experience that we're yeah. in right now. <laughs> yeah. um, gentlemen, as I, I, I wrap this up, uh, the, the uncertainty, uh, the vulnerability, and just the, being able to take this opportunity, I think the my, my piece of advice, um, as you'll hear over the next couple episodes, the last couple episodes of the LAE, um, it's, it's remembering... Of who you are uh, as a person. I think a lot of the times we we focus on on trying to be what society wants us to be, what we want our parents to be, what our friends want us to be. And I think the, our life is about learning about who we are and developing those those strengths and 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 weaknesses in our life, um, and and being okay with them, um, and being okay um, whether it be being vulnerable of saying that, uh, you know, I, I, this is, this is hard for me or I'm, I'm not good at this. Um, but these are things that I'm trying to improve on. Um, so I think it, it's leaning in and, and trying to be not trying to be someone that you're not 
like as we're developing our, our human beings and uh, maybe it's the, the 30 mid 30s that I'm getting into of just being okay with with who I am um, being a husband being a father uh, being a friend and and, and being a, a washed up stand-up comedian like all of those things uh, have mattered to me uh, at, and all of those things still matter to me but um, not trying to be someone that I'm not uh, of not trying to compare myself to another uh, experienced podcast or uh, another platform that I will never be because in the end I am Lucas Askew the host of the Lucas Askew Experience and I can have those opportunities to share great conversations with, with three in top notch individuals uh, and I thank you for being part of this raw, authentic, emotional conversation. And obviously I thank Cali Craft Brewing Company uh, for sponsoring this episode and, and really quenching my thirst with the Cool Kids Juicy IPA. Um, so for all of us at the Luke Sassu Experience, remember, take care, talk soon, and God bless. Let's go. Boom. 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 Wow. Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. Wow.